Thank you for joining us today on Salon Sluice. My name is Leslie and my co-host is Melissa. I want to remind all of you who listen to us on a regular basis, or maybe this is your first time, to please follow, subscribe, like, share, whatever the case may be for the platform you are on. Now, we do post these episodes on YouTube with video for those of you who'd rather watch. We enjoy making these shows, but unless you interact with us, we're not sure if you do. So please jump on your social media and let us know. You can find us under Salon Sluice on almost any platform. Now, we hope you enjoy today's show. Thank you. Right. Oh. Melissa and Chase, we need to talk about this later. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Fine. We're show here. It's called the Suzanne Jocka Show. She is a local psychic. She wrote a book. She's amazing. Um, she is our guest speaker, our guest today, and she is going to be answering some questions that you guys may have. And um, I know that Chase was, um, he's at work currently, so we're going to, I, I think probably all of you are, but I did tell Chase that he could go first. And um, uh, and we'll do a, a better intro in the beginning of the show. For Here, you. I have one. I have one for you if you want me to do it. Okay, why don't you do that? Hello, Salon Sleuth fans. Today is a day that Leslie and I really look forward to, and we have Suzanne Jockus with us today. She is the author of the book called You Know Your Way Home. And if you go to you, actually, SuzanneJockus.com is her website. She is a professional intuitive consultant, psychic, radio personality, author, and speaker. And clients come to her. Uh, for clarity and perspective in tackling their daily issues of their lives. You can also see her on Waz and the Witch on YouTube. So welcome, Suzanne. What a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to tell you, we miss you something horribly. It's been way too long. We need to do this a little oh, more frequently. Yeah, it has yeah. been, yes. So well, we can have... you guys hear me okay? Um, can you, can okay. you guys hear me Yep, they're good. Okay? Yeah. Oh, good. Good, good, good. So well, today we have a few people who are dying to ask you questions. I okay, hopefully not literally dying, Leslie. So, yeah, but wait, that little pause there made me Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I misspoke. They are here um, to ask you a question. Eagerly. They're eagerly yes, waiting. that's much better. I didn't write a book. I don't know these descriptions and stuff, so... <laughs> Um, I don't even, I'm not even smart enough to write one. So yes, you are. <laughs> so we're going to start with Chase and ask, tell Chase what you need to know from him. Okay, Chase. Um, I need your uh, first name, which obviously we have, and I need your date of birth. Now you don't yeah. have to give me the year, but I don't. And I think Leslie, uh, I think you, you kind of, uh, blocked that out when you, when you air it, correct? Um, I, his birth date, I can't take that out for sure. I mean, it seems like you always take all the birthdays out, so you're not, yeah. you know. Okay, I did that because okay. Melissa was worried that people <laughs> yeah, track these people down. To... Yeah, 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 yeah. And so anything could happen, right? Yeah. So Chase, and what is your birthday? Yeah, it's uh, July. Okay. And uh, what is your question today? Oh, gosh. I, I kept them a little, a little bit more, like, general towards, you know, where I'm at in my life. So, um pretty kind of more career oriented and family oriented. I was just really kind of curious, um, you know, how I'm doing with regards to my career. Am I in a good like current role 
or is this something is is now maybe a time to start looking at you know moving to a different role well the picture that comes in around you as you're talking uh the picture i get is expansion now i don't know if the work you're doing has just expanded and, and put more more on you or in your hands or if you're ready to take a leap of faith and expand a little bit uh, you know you have great I want to call it manage management skills, leadership skills. Um, but one of the issues for you is you tend to do all the work and and not ask for help. So um, you might want to improve on that a little bit. Um, but you you know you are usually the best person for the job. So um, you just kind of take that on. But I do get expansion, and if that if, if it can happen right where you're at, great. If not, you're, you may be ready to. To expand out into the world in, in a new uh, new way. Awesome. Does it, does that make sense? And, well, it's it's funny because well, yes, it does in a couple of ways. Right now, I'm I'm literally as of next week, I'm starting a new role within the company. Um, some would argue it's a lateral move. Some would actually argue that it's a step up. But there is there is another opportunity. There's there's another opportunity that literally just opened up as of like Wednesday of last week, and yeah. it's it's a manager role that I've very much been interested in doing. So it's really funny that you've are mentioned you, that. Are you in are you in management right now? No, not like managing my own team. Now I'm an account manager, but um, one thing I've no, really been intrigued about is so I, yeah. I think I was seeing this new job because I, I saw you in the role of manager, uh, leader. Yeah, you know, my concern for you is being able to relegate and delegate because you do tend to see that something needs to be done and then you just do it yourself instead of going, oh, hey, you, got, you need to do this. So, mm -hmm. um, but I, I think it might be this new job <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> because I saw you in management. Yeah. It, I mean, it, 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 the other thing too is um, I'm about to take on the co-head coaching role at the at our high the high school that I coach at. So there's, it's yeah I'm really curious. I've been curious about that. So that that could be the other thing is um, dealing with those kinds of projects. Okay, again, um, you know you you're pretty intuitive. You read your you read your audience well so to speak um so trust your gut when it comes to the coaching part um uh, especially with the kids i think you 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 see more in them than they see in themselves and so you see their potential and i think you're great at that and so pushing them saying no you can do this mm. you can do this um mm. is is really important does that make sense yeah definitely okay. Yeah, good, good, good. But I think I think that manage. I saw management expansion going into you know this whole new role. I think it's the new job. So mm -hmm. good luck with that. Thank you. And yeah. I think you had one more question. Yeah, yeah. So this one again is a little bit more family re related. Um, was just kind of curious if um, you know the idea of children. If if there's something that are in the near future for me. A girl, maybe, perhaps. Are you married? I am, yeah. Uh, and uh, what's your spouse's first name? Her name's Claudia. Okay. And uh, do you know her birthday? 
you should know her birthday, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she actually never told me that in the 11 years. She's kept it a secret. No, it's uh, it's December 31st. Okay. Oh, you're a great couple, by the way. You know, Cancer Capricorns are like magnets to each other. They're one of the most uh, popular marriages that I see in my work are uh, Capricorn, Cancer, and Sagittarius, Gemini, those two. So um, she's also got, I want to say she's got some career goals, but it also looks like she might kind of be in a place right now where she's kind of satisfied with that. She doesn't work in healthcare, does she? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, she has a uh, uh, No, I want to say, is her mother still living? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She's not, she can't see this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm concerned about her mother's health. Okay. That just popped in when, when I said she's, is she in healthcare? She's not in healthcare, is she? I saw her taking care of a woman. So I'm wondering if her mom's okay, if her grandma's okay. But back to your question, um, I do see two children around you. And so are you trying? Yes. Yes. No, I think there's a couple. Are there, twins? You... Are there twins in the family? Not that I'm aware of, no. Not yet. Because <laughs> they're back-to-back or twins. They're really close. But yeah. Is there a girl, Suzanne? She's in a place, the symbol was she's in a place where she's really ready. It's like, okay, now. Now we can do this. Mm-hmm. So, um Again, I don't know if that's about her job being in a good place or if just her head's in a good place. Mm -hmm. But I am a little concerned about a woman's health around her. Is would you like me to elaborate at all on that? Yeah, because I I do think that. um, So actually, on Christmas Eve, her mom's mother passed away, and she had been in. So okay, that's yeah. So there definitely was that figure, and that was something that you know, was an ongoing health issue for quite some time. Right. Right. Okay. That's it. That's what I was saying. Great. Christina. Well, good luck with those, uh, with those efforts. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, pra- right. Practice makes Thanks perfect for your help. Is, what I, is what I ascribe to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Practice Keep it. practicing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting, very often I see when, um, um a grandparent or great grandparent, when an elder, elderly relative dies, very often within the next year, a, a child is born. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, that is really. Yeah, I've noticed that actually that kind of phenomenon yeah. as well in my it family. It's her, your, your grandma, her grandma. It just means oh, we we've got space down there. We better fill it up. Mm-hmm. Good. We're hoping for a girl. I do see. I do see a little girl around you. Oh, hey. Um, so, yeah. Is that is that two little girls then, or do you have an idea? Uh, I don't know. I can see two kids, but then I, the more I talk, the more I see a little girl. So. <laughs> well, we already knew girl. that. That's good. We know <laughs> so. Suzanne, you were kind of, you're kind of being set up because Leslie had like, we had a, Chase also has a podcast, which I know you don't know any of this, but anyways, we had him on and Leslie had this like, just spewing during the discussion with him of 
and I realize you're meant to have a girl and you're going to have these clothes that your mother bought for my little girl that my little girl never got to even wear. And it, it was like, came, I, like it all made sense. As I was talking to Chase, it all came together at that moment. And then, so I basically have a dress that his mother gave me for my daughter who never, she never wore it, but I never put it with my daughter's things because I realized it wasn't my daughter's. Oh, so, you, so you're friends with Chase? Um, yes, I was I was really good friends with his mother who's now passed. Okay. And she bought me this dress and I realized it wasn't my dress. It's for his daughter. Oh. And there was this moment because I never put it away. And then I was like, oh, oh my God, you're having a daughter. You will have There's this little girl. Yeah. And this yeah. little girl will wear this dress that your mom bought originally, but it wasn't for me. Like it was never mine. Anyway, uh, it was this really crazy moment. Well, uh, what kind of podcast do you have, Chase? I mean, what would you call it? Like a self-help podcast? That's what they've labeled it as. Um, it's, it's, like a, it's a journey. It was like this yeah. story of their lives and then how they're helping other people listen to it and I think can identify. And Good. yeah, it is amazing. It's called yeah. We Ain't Broke. I can send it to you if you I ever like want to hear it. It is so good. They are just That's these great. incredible boys. And I say boys just because I still see my, you know, my neighbor, five-year-old you, Chase. Mm -hmm. you With know. the bowl cut. Yeah. It's so cute. You guys were That's crazy funny. fun boys. Um, Christina, do you have all hour? Can I let Alice go before you? Uh, yeah, I have all hour. I'm fine. Okay. Um, Chase, thank you for being on with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Little girl. Thanks, Chase. And everybody check out uh, We Ain't Broke. <laughs> yes. And Alice, by the, oh. by the way, that is one of my favorite names. Oh, thank uh, I've you. always loved the name Alice. So um, uh, Suzanne, here is Alice. Hi, Alice. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Hey, what's, I'm good. What's your birthday? Are you, else, are you a cancer? Yes. Okay, that's two cancers in a row. Look at that. Uh, so what is your question today? My question is, I'm looking for a career insight. Um, I'm just kind of waffling right now, and I'm not sure if I should be going to back to work, if I um, should okay. maybe work on, on being self-employed. The picture that comes in is um, teacher, trainer, instructor. Do you do any training or teaching? Um, I just was certified um, as a life coach. Okay. Um, I think, you know, my sense about it is um, you may make some kind of presentations, you may be doing some kind of instructing, in addition to the life coaching. Um, it, it, they seem, it's like teaching what you know, um, and um, maybe even doing workshops or something, I can't tell. But the teacher trainer shows up really strong around you. That life coaching is sort of that. But this was like, you know, two groups of people. So that may come. Okay. 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 Well, my daughter who lives, who's an adult who lives at home, uh, she just got her master's in teaching. Could that be what you're getting? No, I'm, I'm getting you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm seeing you. Um, okay. And, and where I'm kind of going with that is that you, you you have a real presence of old wisdom and authority in you and um, that comes off as the sort of the one who knows and so I, I mean I think you could teach any subject if you love it if you're passionate about it um, so I don't know I'm not quite I'm not quite sure how that will unfold for you this year 
but I can sure see you, you know, doing some kind of training for okay. others. Um, people turn to you for that automatically just because they, they do see that wisdom in you. Um, it's almost like you, you've kind of taken the back seat and now it's time to get up front and drive, you know, drive the, drive the car. Okay. Now you were smiling, Alice. Do you identify with that at all? Absolutely. All the time. <laughs> I get texts all day long from everybody that's, what should I do? What, you know, help me with this. And so, yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, um, you also, you know, that picture of driving the car is self-employment. So, you know, I, I, I want to urge you to, you know, kind of continue on the coaching path and see where it wants to take you. Okay. You know, we start, <laughs> as John Lennon said, uh, life is what happens while we're busy making other plans. You know, you got to step on the road, though, to, to get that going. So um, step into that and see, see, where, see where it wants to take you. But I can see people asking, will you teach, you know, a small group of people? Will you talk to a small group of people? Um, I can see that coming for you. Okay. This is your opportunity to really step into yourself this year. Okay. And, and quit, <laughs> quit letting everybody else drive the car. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Okay, it's scary though. It's scary though, isn't it, Alice? Oh, absolutely. I have no no idea what direction to go. Um, when you make your own superpower worth something, um, you tend to be successful because you're really good at it. So, you know, I, what I hear Suzanne saying to you is take your talents and make them marketable. Okay. All right. And, and, one, and, and one of the big talents that I was seeing that was showing up was um you're you know this old wisdom that comes through you as a voice of authority people pay attention to you when you talk um so take a leap of faith okay 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 <laughs> exciting and scary it is yeah but yeah we, we work harder well, for we ourselves yeah we, yeah, point, yeah. We, all, we all have to do that we're all asked to do that all right thank you christina you're up. Yes. All right. <laughs> Hi. What's your birthday? So that's three cancers in a row, you guys. Yep. <laughs> that's crazy. That's fun. It's, it's, a, it's a theme. Um, so it's July what? 14th. 14th. Okay. Um, and what is your question today? Um, I have two questions, but one of them um, I asked my aunt ahead of time and she wasn't sure but I've been missing an engagement ring from my last uh from my ex-fiance it just went missing and I don't know if that's something that you'd be able to help me figure out where it is well tell me where you saw it last on my um hanging up on my jewelry with all my other jewelry like two three two years ago was the last time I saw it was it like in a jewelry box or? Um... Uh, like a, hanging on a jewelry rack with like my necklaces and stuff. Okay, I get it. Um, this is weird, but I see it in a pocket. Like, did you, did you take it out of there and put it in your pocket? You're going to do something with it or... I could have. I mean, I'm pretty sure I think I also moved it to hide it from my ex-fiance so he wouldn't take it, but I actually don't. I think I might have hidden it too well, 
I don't know exactly what happened with it, or if or if I did something with it. I'd be checking pockets of you know jackets and sweaters that maybe haven't worn for a while. Um, I, it's so the pocket feeling. So that can be, you know, what else? What else feels like a purse? That? What about a purse or a wallet? But it's cloth. Whatever this, it's cloth. So it. But I can. It's by itself. I don't see it with a bunch of jewelry. I can see it by itself. Um, so you hit it very well. <laughs> but it's you, you might find it in the pocket. You put your coat on or something someday and, and reach in and, and oh my god, what's that? Um, so does it does it seem like it's still like in her house, Suzanne? Or it do does you, yeah, okay. it does well, yeah. So I still have my possession, and my ex fiance didn't take it. I don't think I'm seeing it in his pocket. <laughs> okay. I, I, it feels like it's still around you. Okay. And did you okay, have well, I, did he have access to it? Um, he did, but he swears up and down he didn't take it. Uh, what's his first name? Brandon. Yeah, I don't think he took it. Okay. Uh, no. But do check bags and, and uh, pockets. You know. All right. I can't wait to tear my house apart when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> if you need some help, Leslie's really good at that. Of what? You're an organizer. I am? Yeah. It's so much easier to organize other people's crap. My oh, 100% is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to show you my own home. But but you've been in my house, Christina, you know. Yeah. But, uh, did you have another good. question? I do. And... Um, my other question is, um, is the guy that I'm currently with going to actually like propose to me this year? What's his first name? Price with a P. Price? Price. Price. Pri oh, price. Like the price is right. Okay. And so what is his birthday? Do you know? Um, yeah. So he's right on the line of cancer and Gemini. Yep, he's a Gemini cancer cusp. Yeah, and uh, how long have you been seeing him? Uh, we would be in together for almost two years coming up in March. Okay. Um, he, he's really skitterish. You know, I, I, I get to talking about it and then he kind of backs up and then he comes mm -hmm. over again and then he backs up and I can't get him make, like making a You may have to ask him. <laughs> I, oh, I guess I never actually asked him about when because we've talked about it, but we've never set a time. I know. It's like, uh, 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 you know, so he can't make up his mind. He can't commit. So well, he's been married up, before. Well, then that's part of the problem. <laughs> but, um, you know, I would just say, hey, you know, Price, when the moment's right, you'll know when the moment's right, just say, uh, you know, I'm thinking what maybe we should make a plan about getting married in September or something, you know? Right. <laughs> I've, I've dropped hints and we've talked about, like, how it's our plan to get married eventually and, and stuff like that. I just... I want to like. I want him to propose this year. Well, I, you know, like I said, you may have to do it. I, I'm, not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure he can make that leap of faith. You know. Okay. Um, 
does his work take him out of uh, out of town? Um, it did before um, COVID started. Just every once in a while, not very often. It wasn't any like a normal thing, but just sometimes, several times a year. Okay, because I can see something about, um, you know, well, work wouldn't want him to transfer, would it? No, he's uh, self-employed. Okay, okay. So there's something about work wanting to take him like on the road, out of town, gone more. Um, and maybe that's a good sign that, you know, everything's going to open up. But um, work's wanting to get busier in other places for him. Okay. Um, could also interfere in his ability to make a commitment. Right. Okay. So I would say, yeah, I just throw out a date. What do you think about getting married next March or something? You know, throw out a date. Okay. Or not- have him listen to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After this airs. Yeah, I might, I might just send him the link or, hey, no, Aunt, you send him the link. <laughs> send me his number and I will. I will. Okay. All right. So then, Suzanne, I had a couple questions for you. Um, one of our listeners sent this in and they asked, um, they wanted to know if there was any connection between sleepwalking and sleep talking and um, the spirit world. Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question. Um, my first hit is no, um, but, you know, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, it just feels like no. It's just um, the body. Um, it's almost like the body wakes up, but the astral body hasn't gotten back yet or something, you know, so there's a disconnect. Um, so in that sense, it could have something to do with the spirit but it's more the personal spirit not some lingering spirit around you know it's um it just feels it's it's like the, the body wakes up but the but the astral hasn't fully come back so is and, it you know, possible like body when we're travels, like, the astral body travels while we're sleeping you know that's what dreams are we go into the astral world which in the astral world is is it holds our hopes wishes our desires our you're, you know, it's that place of sort of, um, I guess you'd call it imagination and creativity. Um, so it travels there and it doesn't, uh, th- there's another, and you guys were talking about this one time, um, where you wait, you know, you wake up, but you can't move. Yes. You know, it's called, yeah. uh, it's in, in psychology, in psychology, it's called the hag experience. But it's um, literally where, in, in this case, the, the mind wakes up, but the, the body can't. You know, there's a, it's, the, it's, I believe, it's called the hypnagogic state. Um, and typically, if you just go, kind of go back to sleep, then you wake up naturally. But I've, I've done that my whole life. And some people think they're, you know, something's trying to possess them. They can hear movement in the next room frequently they think a cat has jumped up on the bed or someone has sat down on the bed. Um, it's a really common experience, but it has nothing to do with, you know, being possessed or something. So it's just the body. Again, it's not in sync. It's out of sync. 
But that's what I that's what I would say is it's more about the astral, not the body's up and going. But and, and a lot of people who take like Ambien and some of those things, and it happens a lot. You know, they're out driving and they're asleep. Yeah, I told the story once before, but my best friend actually went grocery shopping and came home. Yeah and didn't even know she woke up and went in her kitchen and there's bag of groceries she's like i don't even know if i talked to the clerk like yeah. she would wake up with it's, granola bar wrappers in her bed like she was eating in her sleep and she yeah, daughter, she thought she was going crazy yeah it's it's you know so the ambien any kind of sleep medication is going to um you know affect you partially <laughs> but it may not affect you know the whole sleep mechanism so um you know you walk in your sleep so, so what about the feng shui aspect of your astral body getting spooked when it comes out of your body at night and seeing itself in the mirror is there anything to that no i've never heard of that oh you never have okay that's a that's a feng shui principle that you don't want to have mirrors in your bedroom because it um spooks your spirit and it goes back into its body and then you don't sleep well because your body your oh. your i guess your spirit doesn't kind of get to be in that imaginative state hmm. no, i've never heard of that okay you well that's something new every day <laughs> <laughs> well i'm not an expert so don't take my word for it but that's what i've gleaned from my feng shui knowledge well, and that's, you know, valuable. It's, I, I think there's a lot to be said for um, the effects of mirrors in our world. Uh, but that's kind of an interesting aspect. Well, that is all our callers for today. We do appreciate your time that you took to come on with us today. Okay. Yes, thank very you. much. Yeah, thank you. It was fun. All right. And Thank I can't you. wait to hear about Chase's twins and Alice's new um, career new business. You definitely need to, you know, keep in contact and let us know what you've come up with. Okay. Yeah. yeah we'll promote your new business, Alice. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and Christina, if you need any help with that uh, ring, yeah. I just take 10%. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that's a deal for me. Chase, <laughs> okay, so the minute you, you get I that. Pregnancy I got to tell you know. a funny story about um, a, a missing ring. Are we still there? Yep. Yes, we are. And maybe I've told this story before. I don't know. But I had a, a gal call me on the phone, and, and she had like a two or three, I mean, huge diamond that was missing. And I could see it in like mohair. I'm like, like you know, it's like hair all around it, like mohair. You should check <laughs> your um, sweater drawer and all that stuff. And... Um, nothing no it wasn't there you know she checked anything that might feel or look like mohair and um months later she calls me back and she lived in southwest portland one of those big beautiful old homes and she had a dining room that they never used and so she was having a big dinner and she was in the dining room vacuuming and in the corner of the dining room she before the vacuum hit it she saw something that's like what's that and so, you know, the dust bunnies? Yeah. yeah. There was her ring in the dust bunnies. Oh my gosh. Wow. In the corner of her dining room. How did it get there? Did she fling it? God only knows. I don't know. She had no idea. But she goes, it wasn't mohair. It was a dust bunny. 
kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, kids. Thanks right. so much. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Suzanne. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. And thank you guys for coming on with us. I know it's hard to take some time out of the middle of your day, but we so appreciate it. If any of our listeners would like to come on and be on with us again, Leslie, when are we going to have um, Suzanne back on again? Yeah, we're going to do it quarterly. So okay. I think we should do it more like maybe, well, I guess quarterly is every three months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Cause this last time we went four months, right? Well, we did. Cause I wanted to start it on the beginning of this, the year. The first okay. Time. That was the beginning too of the long. quarter. That was nice. too long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, great. Do, does anybody have anything to ask or questions? No. Nope. I mean, uh, we were just chatting. Uh, we can chat after your podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. You guys, you guys can sign off. Uh, Chase and I are going to go through um, some reminiscing here, I think. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Christina, you're so quiet. Are you working? No. Oh, you're not. I'm on Twitter. Christina, you're adorable. Chase's podcast is really good. I love those glasses and you're just, you're just adorable. Yeah. Now you (laughs) are wigs on. Oh, wow. You, you just did that. You look like uh, Lucy. Well, Do that again. Do that little. Is religious or not religious. She is uh, related to me. I know. So <laughs> you are Leslie's mom's daughter. My sister's Wait. daughter. What? Okay. So yeah. are you number three then? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Oh, you're the oldest. Okay. All right. Yes. And she is on our LLS team. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not the one who went missing, who like got on a bus yeah. and took off, are you? Yes. <laughs> you <laughs> nearly killed us all. Really? Never do that again. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm never going to do it again now because I'm like 27, so I technically can't run away. <laughs> it's true. Well, you can. <laughs> you can just run away legally. Across country, Chase. For a boy. Yeah. A was boy? it the no. last boy? Was it that Brandon guy? No, no. Way. no. Like no. years old. She gets on a Greyhound bus, travels across the entire country to meet a boy she met like on Xbox. Yeah. On Xbox? Well, it's better months. than it's better than the regular internet. At least you met him playing I, games. And I video chatted with him, so I knew what he looked like. He could have yeah. been some old nasty dude. No, I knew what he looked like. We talked. So y'all y'all game together for three months? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's kind of awesome. I mean, <laughs> she was 16. My sister I know. kept that house so tight. And in the middle of the night, she left. Oh, it was not the middle of the night. It was like seven o'clock. Wow. It was. It always yeah, no one just checks like, on me after a certain like time. Three in the morning in the rain. Like, no. With your hard, your hard drive of your computer under your arm. And you're like. So you weren't even worried at all. You weren't worried one bit. Oh, I was. And given but she I looked like, she was like 12 back then. It did. Yeah. Wow. No. So but you were scared. Remember. When once you got there, were you relieved? Were you still scared? Did reality yeah. set in? Yeah. Reality never set in until the cops came. And then um <laughs> I wasn't scared. I was more of just like, I'm doing this, so there's no going back. What what about the parents of this boy when you just show up? Um, well, we met uh, a state away, and then we had his mom pick us up, and that's when the police got called because she found out about where I was from. Oh. But she was a minor runaway. Yeah. And 
I do remember when you got back, I asked you. Was How long were you gone for? Just like a couple days in or what? Well, the Greyhound bus was three days. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it was days, Chase. Um, but I was only, I only actually was with him for like two days. And then I was put in temporary foster care until my parents would come get me. So I was like gone technically for like two weeks total. So, and, and then when you came home, you, you got on Xbox Live and you were like, hey, it's your turn to run away. You got to come out <laughs> to Oregon now. We um, actually was able to have him visit without it, with both oh. parents involved. That's, that's awesome. So you did continue <laughs> your relationship. How long after that? Six months. Okay. It wasn't long. Okay. It was, Do you still talk to him every once in a oh, while? Oh, hell no. He is oh, okay. blocked on everything. Oh, okay. He oh. is just, that was a mistake. At the time, though, you said it was totally worth it. I mean, and I still think it was. I still think it was because it just changed. It made me more independent and it. um, I think it changed the dynamic in the family. Oh, it definitely changed the dynamic Uh in the family. And it needed to happen. My sister was pretty strict. Her father definitely was. But the sad thing was, you know, my sister had already lost a son. Mm-hmm. A few okay. years later, her daughter goes missing. Okay, not a few years. That's like six. A, okay, as a parent. In adult time, that's past. a few years. And to leave a note that you'll be back for your cat when you're 18. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we have a whole so episode that we're going to be doing about this later. And um, so <laughs> I just been waiting for her to make the time to do that. Since we kind so, of so Chase, well. if you were to be proposed to by your girlfriend, your long time of two years girlfriend, how would you want to be proposed to? So I think one thing that my wife mentioned, which I, I fully support, is being proposed to in a place that you're comfortable. Um, we had a friend that was proposed to like at a dinner table in front of a bunch of people that she didn't even know of. And she was like kind of embarrassed by it and didn't, I guess her reaction wasn't as kind of genuine that she thought it would be. Mm-hmm. So when she'd relayed that to my wife, my wife was like, yeah, I kind of think the same way. And when I look back on it, I love what I did. And I love that it was kind of traditional in a sense that like, it just so happened that my grandpa actually did the same way by proposing, you know, just sitting on a bed something as simple as that. And like, that's something I think our generation right now is so, so hardwired for social media um, satisfaction that it's everything needs to be a picture and an image and it needs to be shared to the world. And I actually think the opposite. I think if it's just a moment where you two, where it's only yours and that's only you can reflect on that and only him can reflect on that. I think that speaks even more volume than you know, having the whole world witness what you're about to do. I actually agree with you. I think you're right. And I certainly was going to say yes and said yes. And I would have wanted to be in the private place we were in, in, in as well. I wouldn't have yeah. wanted a promposal and all that crap. Like, no. And I, I've been part of one of those before. It was a, an engagement, so it wasn't prom. But um, her answer was, I don't know. Can I tell you later? Thanks. Yeah. yeah. And it was in front of the whole family at, on Christmas Eve. And it was like, oh dear, that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 
So. So I always wondered what that guy who wrote the notebook, what does he look like? I kind of feel like he might. Nicholas like Sparks. I think he, I think he's got the brain of Chase in him. Like, yeah. well, he does that structure for all of his books too. He's just like recirculating the same structure over and over again. Yeah, but it's don't they all? Like we eat it all yeah. up, and I think yeah. you are sentimental in those ways that I think a girl can appreciate it. So Claudia is just so lucky to have you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm lucky like to have you as a too. friend. So we get well, to chase all of it. I actually called Leslie immediately after listening to the podcast. I'm like, okay, first of all, who's Claudia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, it's, it's Chase's wife. I'm like, okay, well then why was he, why was Alex in the dreams? I mean, I had all these questions, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one said why, who Claudia was. And then I was like, and so Chase has a girl, a little girl, or he's going to have a girl or whatever. And she's like, no, not at all. None of, none of those things. I'm like, yeah wait, he just accepted that as truth on the podcast from you. And you guys just glossed over the fact that you just had this revelation of, of like epiphany. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it, a little bit of like her and I spending time in a similar space, you know, spending time like in the medium space, for example. But the other thing is like, you know, who am I to discredit what she believes is is her truth right now you know what I mean and like um because yeah like I mean to some degree I don't know but there's a part of me that wants that you know to be true and and to be correct and I kind of do think it will be I think the story that she says about that is super powerful and you know to say that there's no you know that that the spiritual world is non-existent is kind of silly to me and I yeah. You know, I, I like to, to keep my eyes, you know, in that area. Cause I do think that there's well, a lot of truth and validity to it. It literally gave me full body chills when I listened to her, when she said that to you on the thing. And then of course, I didn't know whether you really had a girl or not, but I did get full body chills. And it just reminds me that I was actually there when you did your first Joshua John reading, I was yeah. sitting at the Island at Leslie's, but I, and I know the story of your mother, um, mm-hmm. cause Leslie mm-hmm. and I have been friends forever. And I remember when the whole, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I was around when she actually passed, but I believe I had, I just met Leslie soon mm-hmm. after. And so I remember sitting in the room and I didn't know who you were. So you're getting this reading and I'm like, who is this? And then later she was like, that's, and I was like, Oh, okay. It all makes sense now. Like yeah. I get it. So well, yeah. and what's been so fascinating about both of those readings is um, Joshua pulled her, she was the first spirit that came came up in, in the initial reading. And then in the second reading, because um, he likes to start with people that he hasn't done before. Well, in the second meeting, one of my best friends is sitting next to me and he hadn't done it, but I had done it and I was being respectful. But he was yeah. looking over at us and he was like, you know, I'm getting this very strong spirit that's coming through. And I'm getting this image of, you know, someone that's in the army and I'm getting this image of a gun. And I'm like, like, I want to say that there's a, probably a really strong truth there with yeah. my story, but I couldn't really say it cause I'd already done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then of course she came out of the reading again. Uh, yeah. And the more and more I get to learn from Leslie's point of view and her stories about my mom, the more and more that, it, it does ring true. Um, and really understanding my dad's spirit, because he did a reading with my dad and, you know, his spirit was not really there. And 
when I really try and find a, a correlation to all of that, I think I've got a pretty good understanding, you know, why his spirit seems to be a little bit more tucked away and kind of maybe ashamed. Whereas mm. like my mom's spirit is very vibrant and alive and wants to be there every step of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did get chills again when you were just talking about her coming through with the gun and everything. So I don't know what that means, but we hear you, mom. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I had we one do. other, like that whole thing that happened with Chase. I had that once before in the salon. I was telling somebody a story and then this whole, it just came full circle and it came back. Like I had gone, Michael's mom really wanted me to be a nurse. So I went through CNA school at a convalescent home and it just, it, it was a great experience, except I didn't like, um, you know, all like the technical stuff with the other, other people, the other caregivers in the building, you know, you had a three minute for a shower and I would come out 15 minutes later soaking wet with the person because <laughs> I was, if you only get one shower a week, I'm going to get every nook and cranny. I'm yeah. going to get you clean and we're going to sing and we're going to have a good time. I'm not going to make you uncomfortable. And that meant me getting in there with them, you know, we're getting cleaned. And then I would come out and everyone would be glaring at me. So I came out and then um, I never continued on with that. I did the, the complete training. And then um, it wasn't until like maybe 10 years later, my mom, my mom gets sick and I didn't talk to my mom for 10 years. And then she calls me, leaves me a message that she has cancer. And then she decides she wants to come home and just do hospice at home. But because of that, that training I did 10 years previous, I knew exactly how to take care of her. And that was the only time I've ever needed to use that. Mm-hmm. And it was like this whole moment of like, oh my God, I did not do this for my mother-in-law. I did it for myself because I was going to take care of my mom later. Mm -hmm. And I used every little thing that I learned, I used on her, how to make her bed, how to transfer her, how to safely get her a shower. Like all of those tools I used because I learned 10 years earlier and it wasn't- I never knew any of that. It was, yeah, it was the, I mean, and it wasn't even until the salon, probably another 10 years later that I was like, oh my God, that's what just happened. But it was like that whole thought process all just happened in the salon. And I'm like, oh my, I'm spinning. It was crazy. But it was a moment of like, okay, that's why that happened, you know? Well, Chase, you have to promise um, that Claudia will come on and be with us sometime. Oh yeah. So we can meet her. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, uh, the really just all of today has been really interesting because I know she's really serious about having a kid right now. And, um, and then the healthcare is really fascinating because not only was her grandma in hospice, but her Claudia's mom is very much, she's a translator for in hospitals and in, oh. in the healthcare field. So I was like, oh. okay, so there's a really strong reading that she's getting either of the hospice care or Claudia's mom. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. Well, we didn't get pregnant until, um, we got the book. What is it? A hundred nights of great sex. Leslie, do you remember that book? No, <laughs> it's like the envelope. I think I need to get it though. It sounds like a book I want. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, you get I'm these gonna envelopes. Go on Amazon right now. Hold on. Yeah. You open up an envelope and then you read it and then you have to do it. Like if you open the envelope, you got to commit to doing it. And so it's, it's like safe. Jumanji. I know. <laughs> I know. And then it'll say like, this one costs money. This one, you have to go somewhere. This one, you could just do at home, you know, that kind of stuff. But that was our key to success. I think I've given him two months. I feel like three is a little too long. One month is not long enough. So I'm giving you two months. I mean, the other thing that's really fascinating is a week after our wedding, 
Claudia was like, hey, I really want to have a kid. And I said, give me two Decembers. Give me two Decembers. And now two Decembers have passed. So it's really interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's like it was spoken into existence in a way. Um, Even though about August, I was like, all right, let's let's do it. Why not? Yeah, we're we're in quarantine. Why not? I think well, I had um, Valentine's. Oh, you appear. think Valentine's Day? Okay. Well, I think that something's gonna. The seed will be planted. pop in, <laughs> pop in, pop out. I'm just saying there might be twin. No, no, not <laughs> she did. But so, I, we were at my a family get together, and I don't know how old was I was, but I got married at 24, and so my, somebody said, "Well, when do you want to have kids?" And I said, "I don't know, about 28." And my husband looked at me, and he's like, "We've never talked about that." And I'm like, "I don't know. It just seems like a good age." Like. Mm-hmm. Well, I got, I had, um, Jacob when I was 28, I actually had a miscarriage before that, but I ended up having Jacob when I was 28 and then I had Maya when I was 30. So it ended up working out that way. Um, even though we had a little trouble getting pregnant and then, you know, the first one didn't take. So, um, I don't know, there's something to that. Yeah. And I've, I've talked about how 30 is kind of the, the ideal age and, well, she just turned 30 and I'm turning 30 this year. So it's again, kind of spoken into existence yeah. years prior in a way, yeah. but well, have fun with the practice. Don't get too tied up in, in the result. Just relax. That's, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm very much in that mindset right now where I'm hoping is it's something that she can kind of adopt as well. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm sure it's a little bit more difficult from her perspective. Well, so us women every month when you find out it yeah. didn't happen, yeah. it's like, that's so sad. Like I just mm-hmm. remember those times. And then, then when you have a baby, you're so tired and it's going to be, <laughs> it's awesome. so worth it though. In the end, it's worth it, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I had mine back to back. I had mine, um, 16 months apart. So, um, a lot of people called, I, I was close to having Irish twins, which is within 13 months. And, um, it felt like it, I will tell you the first three years were just like almost a fog. I was a stay at home mom and mm-hmm. my husband traveled a lot, but, um, uh, now I wouldn't trade it for the world. So it's kind of nice to have them close together. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and you've got a whole house of babysitters here. Yeah. Great. I get very excited. That's and awesome. A puppy, though. And a new puppy. Yeah. You know, and a new puppy and she's, a, we already dropped her off for, uh, she's been doing board and train for two weeks and we'll get it this Sunday. So you she's just picked up ours on Friday. Oh yeah, you did. It's seriously like having a newborn every two hours, taking it out to the bathroom and it cries in its crate. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple dog fights. Oh, no. uh, Chase, what kind of dog did you guys get? So, well, we thought that she was part lab, part pit bull, and we just got the DNA results back and she is. 35% pit, um, uh, like 12.5% Akita, and then 12.5% of two different Mastiff breeds. Uh-oh. But she doesn't look that, she's not that giant. Um, well, at least we don't think that she'll be that huge, but we were pretty fascinated by the results. That so there was no lab in her? No lab whatsoever. Wow. Does she look like a lab? She does. Yeah, here, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of her. But she, she also looks a lot like um, a pit. So that's Yeah, because they have similar, we had a dog. Our first dog was part lab, part pit. And she was little. She was the runt. Oh, oh she does look like a lab. 
and then here's here's her the day we got her oh Aww. she is cute. How old is that? She looks she's big. she's um she's five months. Aww. So yeah, we got her at, at five months um from Mexico. So we were kind of concerned about her social habits um with dogs and then with our cats. And so those were kind of two areas that we wanted to focus on. Um so yeah, well I hope she, she seems to be doing well with dogs. Um but I'm I'm interested to see what how she does with the cats because they do have a cat there, so she's been doing some training with them as well. Oh, good, cool. good. You can All follow right, you guys well, on Instagram. It's Stevie dot big dot mitts. What is this? Big hands. So Stevie, well, we, his name is Steve, but the oh. kids call him Stevie, and it's dot big dot mitts. You can see how cute he is. I think I have three followers, maybe two. <laughs> I just started it yesterday, I think. Stevie. Oh, found it. All right, I followed. Okay, what was that, Stevie what? Dot big dot mitts. I could have probably just did Stevie big mitts, but. And it's under Steve Fuentes. <laughs> no? Oh my gosh, so cute. Did you see the one of Daisy when she looks like a Thanksgiving turkey? <laughs> yes. Weirdo. Anyway. Yeah, Daisy's not so sure. She's getting better. They play hard, but she always goes for her neck. It makes me scared. No, that's that's how they communicate. Yeah, that really? is. That's actually how dogs communicate. Throwing her down with her chin and yeah. like holding her down. But today she's like, around her neck and I was like mm. yeah because that's what they member. that's what the trainers are telling us with like um it's not um the the specific caller that they use the e-caller they say that that's how dogs actually understand and and that's how they communicate through playing is they communicate through the neck so. well isn't it also like um because I know when we were training this was one of the trainers things is that you give them feedback by like grabbing their scruff of their back and kind of shaking it a little bit because mm -hmm. that's what their mom would do right like lift yep. them up right yep. here and mm -hmm. give them a little shake or whatever so that that would stand to reason that the other dog would be kind of higher you know mm -hmm. he, when she growls he immediately lays down like he learned pretty quickly like when she means business he immediately drops to the ground and just stays there like, she's the alpha he gets to really be the uh to watch them and how quickly she learned that or he learned that i keep getting mm -hmm. the sexes thing mixed up but um it's kind of crazy <laughs> he's cute he's i like the name smart. i just have to start oh i'm gonna give him a couple of days before we start actually like sit stay i don't know if you could do that at eight weeks old i mean could you do that at, in third grade <laughs> you know like Pro more than more than i could in fifth and sixth yeah yeah, I think yeah, you exactly. can do more than you think. Mm -hmm. It's not going to hurt to try. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.